It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 And let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. No Danny tonight. <laughs> Maybe. He's here in spirit. Once he settles in and. Uh, Florida. Yeah. Next week, maybe. What's going on, guys? I'm just looking forward to hearing all the new stories about Florida man and their Danny. Ooh, that's good. Well, that kind of goes into uh, one of the questions we got for this week, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice lead-in. We had a question from our buddy Mape. He wanted to know, what are your best made-up new jobs or endeavors for Danny? So, Kyle, you think he's going to be Florida man and the news stories? I think that's one of them. Yeah, he could he could be Florida man. I could see it. You get enough Red Bull in that guy. Sure. I, I, I can understand that. Danny's going. What else? Danny's... Uh... Thought he was going back into porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he meets the requirements. What requirements would those be, Mo? <laughs> I think he's morally against it. So I think that'd be tough. Really? <laughs> no. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm gonna text him right now. <laughs> Danny, would you be morally opposed to being an adult film star? Which no, he would actually do it. Brings me to another topic, but we could talk about that in a bit. Um, I don't know what I could see Danny doing. I'm not really sure, man. I can't see him going back to IT. Yeah, he might. Good. You... How long's it been? Well, Two I, years. Yeah, yeah. You didn't word that like, question correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's not morally opposed to pornography. <laughs> okay. In case anyone was wondering. Yeah, I know, but I had to I had to shift focus from what I was gonna say. So look. It, okay, but think. Okay, sure. Let me just let me preface to you like this. I launch a cigar. I do the cigar. I go work for a cigar company. I'm going to go back to IT. That's look. And I talked about this on previous podcasts. I'm at the point where like, if God forbid Patina doesn't work out for whatever reason, it's going to be really hard to go back to like a regular job. So you think he could do it? It just depends on, uh, some factors. I don't really want to say, (laughs) Um, there's a lot of ways where you know a nine to five IT job is a lot easier. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a lot easier to make money in IT than it is in cigars. I will 
I will say that as somebody who works in the IT field. <laughs> well, and and Mo kind of like you said, field <laughs> for for reasons that may have just become immediately transparent. Kind of like you said, it would it be difficult? Yes, but I don't know. Some things like that have their perks too. So, I mean, you're you go and you clock in, you do your job, you go home. You don't yep. have to talk about it on the evenings. You don't have to work on it on the weekend. I mean, for the most part, you get to check out. Whereas the industry he's in before and you, there's no like, <laughs> I'm off the clock. I mean, you're working all the time. No, that that part's true. So there's some but perks you know- to not having to do that. And sometimes, I mean... Sometimes money and time versus the family and stuff, this doesn't, I mean, it just doesn't weigh out for some people. I could be making a million dollars, but if you never get to spend time with your family, is it worth it? Right. No. If you're working, you know, 100 hours a week, 120 hours a week, maybe it is worth it. Maybe it's not to you. Danny was probably not making a million dollars at Romacraft, but I'm just saying. <laughs> probably close. <laughs> there are some. <laughs> there are some. Uh, commission. <laughs> I wish Danny was on here. <laughs> How many oh, watches did they give him? <laughs> yeah, true. Not enough, but. apparently. <laughs> But no, I don't know. It's, it's probably can. tough to get that same level of passion for some sure. kind of corporate job, though, right? Sure. I can't imagine, oh, Mo, you'd get fired up to be like, I'm going to go into the office today. Yes. No, it would be hard. It really would. I mean, it depends what I'd be doing, but it would be hard, man. Yeah. I think having to work for somebody again would be hard. Yeah. You know? Because, like I've said numerous times, my my issue with corporate America was never necessarily the work. It was the subjective nature of performance and all of the things beyond just doing your job and being good at it mm-hmm. that you had to do to, to really elevate. And, and I just don't like that. That's not me. You didn't like the ass-kissing parts? Um, no. In addition to that, though, <laughs> I think it's really hard. Um, like, okay, so at least when I, when I went into the corporate world, so much of it was predicated on, you know, happy hours and going to social gatherings and, and shit like that, bro, that I just don't enjoy. And if I can go back and rewind, I'd tell myself, go bite the bullet and just fucking do it and shut up, you know, but I didn't. And then that affects your, your level of camaraderie with your colleagues. And I don't care what anybody says. So when somebody, you know, in, in our world, what you, you would get put on projects, right? It's a little bit different for every type of job, but, um, it's the same concept. Yeah. So now you're not getting, you know, the guy that hangs out with the manager on the weekends and goes drinking is now getting put on projects. Right. That's just how the world works. And I was just naive. And I thought if I do a good job, people will 
and it just doesn't work that way. That's just not reality. Make a good cigar and it's going to sell. No, it's really not that. I was going to say, isn't the cigar world very, very similar? you got to be yes. doing a lot of networking and, and mm-hmm. talking to people and, and figuring that shit out. Like that, mm-hmm. That's most of the job, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, nobody wants to fucking talk to me. I mean, look, at these guys, a lot of them just want to... I'm not, you know what, man, I'm just going to lay off of that. There's a lot that I want to say. But, yeah, it's very similar. And, yeah, that's it. That almost got deep. No, kind of. <laughs> We're going to keep it surface. Going deep with Mo. <laughs> I thought it was with Danny. No, Danny goes deep. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's a look at man. I will say this from the perspective of what is going on with what I'm seeing and hearing from people in the cigar industry. Um, it's really, really interesting. And I still don't fucking understand why people do some of the stuff that they do. I'll never get that, but everybody has a way of running their business, I guess. Retailer and manufacturer and, you know, whatever. So. Well, and different consumers like different ones, too, so. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say this. I will never understand it. So I will never understand this. Are you online? Minimal. Are you discounted? No. Regular, generally accepted online pricing, which is 10% off, right? A lot of guy, a lot of online guys will do ten percent off. If they do specials, that that's different. But listed on the website, right? Yeah, it sounds normal from my experience. That, Every now and then they have a sale, right? Sure, hundred yep. percent accepted. But that's a shop too, right? Right. And mortar does that too. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Your brand is just too small. Or yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. Too small to, I, I just, too I just small to make some story. money on? Huh? It's too small to no, make some money words, on? No one's ever fucking heard of it, and I actually got to try. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So I just heard this story. This is why I'm bringing this up. I, I heard this from, from one of the reps I just talked to. I check, you know, let's just say Patina or any smaller brand checks all the boxes. Not discounted online. Not readily available at every single one of your competitors. Gives you a, a unique humidor. Whatever, all of the shit, right? Friendly, shelf-friendly boxes, you know, in the ballpark pricing, all of it. Okay, well, this XYZ brand, insert big brand, is giving me a ridiculous deal, right? Mm-hmm. That same retailer is complaining that he can't compete with the online deals that this brand is selling online. Seems accurate. Yeah. Okay. So wait, let me let me just let me just, just fucking get this straight. 
You want to carry. You don't want to carry a small brand because it doesn't sell. Any small brand doesn't matter. But you're going to bring in this big big brand because they gave you an awesome deal. But your customers are still going online to buy it because they can get it cheaper even with your awesome deal. Whereas you could have a smaller brand that you put on your shelf and try to build that people just can't go get everywhere. And over the long term, you're going to make a lot more money. Yeah, but they don't want to work for it. Come on, Mo. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> and the reason this is fresh on my mind is I just had this conversation about 45 minutes ago with one of the reps. I'd assume yeah. they'd want both of those things, though, right? I want the easy money maker yeah, for the guy absolutely. that's not going to... You know, but I want to mix, too. So maybe I've already filled up on boutiques, but then I tell you that. Absolutely. You know, sorry, man. I'm all I'm all full up on, on boutiques. I got I got nothing left. Yeah, and and dude, I can get that. Hey, man, I've dedicated you know thirty for you know twenty percent of my humidor boutiques. If I rotate one of the boutique brands out, I'll give it a shot. I dude, who are you gonna argue with? Right, right. I but I don't that. think somebody's gonna be like, oh man, should I? I'm going into the humidor, right? I'm, I'm as a consumer, I'm going in. I can buy one cigar today. Am mm-hmm. I going to pick this Romeo y Julieta or am I going to pick the Patina? No human well, most, being has ever had that thought. No. No. Unfortunately. The goal is <laughs> to get to that thought, though. Sure, but it's a different consumer. Yeah. Right. Yep. And that's that's the point, is that it's the different consumer that, that's going to go for that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just fascinating, man. I think, I think there's just a lot of ass backward stuff that. So that's why, and I'm gonna say that. So I'm working on and we'll be doing the first patina giveaway. Whoa! It's been what? How how many years before a giveaway? Three, over three three. years. Yeah, yeah. So, um, because my my thing now is. I want to give something back to the people that have supported, right? It's it's that time. Like, it, that's it. So we're going to do a giveaway of some hats. Um, new design, but will be similar to uh, the ones that I did before. So nice. really excited. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll lay out the parameters for it and all of that, but it will be... It'll be good, man. Uh, so, so should people be watching the Patina Cigars Instagram? Is that where that's gonna go? Uh, yeah, it'll be Instagram, and I mean, I'm only on Instagram, so I think uh, some of the other guys will will run an, uh, a Facebook thing where they'll watch it. So, but we'll probably nice. end up doing both. You can post it on either one. Nice. So yeah, we heard it here first, folks. Look at this. Two weeks in a row we have breaking yeah. news for the right. public. <laughs> That's right. Well, we We're still legit. have a uh, discount code going. We do have a discount code. Smoke Maniunk. Smoke like a Sultan. Smoke like a Sultan. Yeah. So 15% off. Uh, I want to say B&B has a uh, handful of Sultan's cigars left. So if you haven't gotten them, want them, 
I want to say there's just a couple of boxes left. B&B Cigars. B&BCigars.com, I believe. That's correct. I'm looking it up right now okay. just to see if they still have I talked to Vince uh, late last week, and they still had just a couple boxes left, so I haven't spoken to him today, but... No. And then... Uh, Cigar or Noise Weekly? Always a pleasure. <laughs> I was, I was... It's, uh, someday Dave will have internet again. Hmm. <laughs> it hasn't happened for a while. Well, maybe someday. When it does, though, be ready. Don't get ready. Stay, Stay ready. ready. <laughs> nice. It does look like they still do have Sultan cigars. So uh, get those quick because they are literally the end. That is it. They've been napping a long time. <laughs> But they are tasty. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> well, treat. <laughs> Absolute treat. Now, what about snack? Would you be okay with a cigar being called a snack? No. That's weird. Snack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it depends. If it's like a, like a petite cigar, like a you know, like a smaller cigar, like a knuckle drag aroma or a precipitation patina or... You know, Danny doesn't work for Roma. We don't have to talk about them anymore. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> not, but, you know, like something like that or uh, I don't know, what's another... Like a Illusioni Rothschild, something like that. I think it's a little snack. I, get, I, get, I could maybe potentially, I guess, see myself using that. You would never use that. No, but I hope you do now because that would be awesome. Mm. Oh, snack size! Oh, yeah, you could make like a little snack pack. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like, like the a five cigar snack pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that won't be lame. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. I'd buy uh, I'd buy a couple snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so. So speaking of snacks, we all, I think, except for Drew, because he has gold gym in his house, we gained some weight during quarantine. Is that the polite way to say it? I think I gained Drew's share, too. So, yeah. Sweet. (laughs) So So I had enough. And... I've been doing uh, keto for like the last three and a half weeks. Okay. That's that pelvic floor exercise. <laughs> uh, no, those are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pelvic. Sorry. Go on. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, and I just made my return to the gym last week. So it was my second week back or the week before. Yeah, no, I think it was my second week back. So, we're trying to get some sense of normalcy. It's fucking terrible, isn't it? You're all weak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not easy. But, I hate that, dude. Um, the hardest look, I guess, 
so before I did this, I, I talked to my, my doctor buddy and I said, and cause he returned to the gym recently. And I said, all right, man, how do I got to do this to, to be as safe as possible? So he gave me a, you know, a list of things to do and, and whatever. So I've just been trying to abide by those and, and stay healthy. Lick all the but machines before you use them. Lick them. Right? <laughs> and then lick your hands right after. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. You don't want to leave, leave any germs behind. No. So how, how's it all going? Um, well, I mean, dude, I've lost, I've lost 13 pounds. Dang. How long? Two weeks? Three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Jesus nice. Christ. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Yeah. I found them for you, but congratulations. Yeah, thanks. It's been not easy. But I will tell you, um, it is, it feels good. And, and I guess my thing is, cause man, I've had this conversation with a lot of people over the past couple weeks or months, I'm sorry, uh, as we're in the quarantine, man, you know, like guys feeling down or feeling out or whatever, you know, whatever it is, if try to find something that's going to make you feel better, whether it's physical or mental or whatever, try to, try to pin something down that you could say, Hey, I want to accomplish this. It's going to help me feel better in this fucking weird world we're living in right now and just focus on it. And it's helped me kind of work through. I mean, this is mentally trying all of it. Right. So, but it's really helped me not just physically, but mentally too. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. And I think Drew's like, I never stopped. Right. Don't want to. Don't want to get small. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that would take a while. Yeah. That would. No, but that's. I mean, that's a hell of a good point, man. You got to do what it takes, and it's going to be different this year than every other year. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'll tell you, bro. Like. The first time I go into the gym, and I'm, I keep my mask on the entire time. Not everybody does, okay? Some people take it off once they're in. Uh, but I keep my – and I remember the first time I, I did deadlifts with my mask on, I mm. literally could not fucking – I had to go, like, <laughs> into the corner, and I was, like, bent over. I could barely breathe. I mean, it was – it takes a little bit of getting used to, you know? But – and I'm not even going heavy. I'm going super light. And it's still just like, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. So does that mean you stopped eating like portillos and stuff? Is that all? Yeah, I haven't eaten any of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sucks. That's sad. It really is. (laughs) But I'm going to break from my diet. Uh, McDonald's just announced that they're coming out with spicy chicken nuggets. So, oh yeah, whenever that is is uh, a break, it's going to be a break day, and uh, I'll have to spend three days trying to get back into ketosis afterwards. <laughs> so, so, so actually, here's a question on that. Yeah, I was thinking about this and trying to figure it out. Which of their sauces would you use for a spicy chicken nugget? Literally, oh, just there's only like one that. cow. There's only one ranch. Cla- no. Classic barbecue? No, guys. Ranch Honey. is a close second. 
What do you put hot on spicy? Mustard. Hot mustard. I didn't know they had a hot mustard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's it Illinois, ever? of course they do. That, that no, sounds... they don't, though. They don't have it here. That's the crazy thing. They used to. They don't. They don't have hot mustard where you're at? No. I've actually written to McDonald's on social media about this. They responded. <laughs> no this way. is serious shit. What did they say? Let's get into this. <laughs> they we got just, a topic they, they, here. They, oh, said, they said, well, you know, it just, ma- it just depends on uh, geography and region and whatever. I said, you guys are fucking based here. How, how do we not have hot mustard? But you got to remember, too, a lot of the McDonald's are franchise. So, yeah. it, you know, it kind of depends. Like, if we have a big franchise that owns a bunch of different McDonald's and they say, well, we're not going to carry that sauce. We're going to carry this one instead. Then you just shit out of what you get. Can you order it online and just bring your own? So the last time I was on the road with uh, Todd, my rep in Wisconsin and Minnesota, I, I, yeah, I grabbed a couple extra and brought them back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Serious shit. I'm seeing if you can buy that shit on the internet. I'm sure you can. <clears throat> there are secondhand sellers for this. Zero chance of that fucking happening. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to buy in the secondary market. It's expensive. <laughs> it's a, yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's what would stop me. Well, and it's it's also stupid, but it's expensive. Mm. Somebody's selling them. People are selling them on Amazon as a third party seller. Yeah, it's uh, twenty one dollars and ninety four cents for twelve one ounce packages. Holy cow! <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's that. Anyway, okay. so the whole point of that was we talked about snack and this and brought me. My point is for, for everybody that might be feeling down or whatever, overwhelmed with, with everything that's fucking going on as we navigate not only a pandemic but other issues, um, just find something, man, that, that gives you like a sense of peace and try to do it. That leads me into our shortest topic of the evening. Uh, we had a question from X Campos 91 X. Why does Moo Cow love pumpkin spice? Exactly mm-hmm. the reasons Mo says. So let me have my joy. It's 2020. Everything sucks. Don't shit on anything. Yeah. I actually saw that Dunkin' Donuts is making a, a pretty hard push into the pumpkin spice uh, genre. Are you are you going to give them a shot, or are you sticking to your Starbucks? I like Dunkin'. I'd give them a shot. All right. Well, you're going to have a lot of options here shortly. Yeah, except I won't go to any of them. We actually made, uh, my wife made pumpkin spice lattes here at home. No shit. They're really good. Well, there you go. Save money, too. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, let's dive into some more stuff. Do it. Uh, and I want Drew's opinion on this one first. No, you don't. I do, actually. It's it's right up your alley. Uh, Yogi1966. He had two questions. One of them. What is considered a sport that you don't consider a sport? Mm. 
I don't know. We've talked we've talked about this before. Sort of. As long as they train yeah. and compete, it's a sport. Was there anything that we named that I said wasn't a sport? <laughs> <laughs> so so here's one. What about professional wrestling? You mean like WWE? Yeah. That's that's not really a That's the most borderline thing I can come up with. That's like acting yeah. though. That's uh like theater. That's true actually. That's a really good point. Like we talked about, the injuries are real, but Oh yeah, they are. You already know there's no really sense of competition because you already know the outcome. Yeah. You're only competing to put on a better show each time. Yeah. Well, that's like if I'm a stuntman in a movie. Right. It's all real. I'm flipping around and falling and whatever, but nobody really wins in the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. That'd be the closest thing that some people might think is a sport. I would agree. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. But I'm not knocking it as a sport. I'm saying it's actually something else. Yeah. It's still impressive as fuck what those guys do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It really is, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, Dom, Cigar Analogies, wants to know what causes you to unfollow an Instagram account. <laughs> uh, I, you posted this earlier to us, and I thought about it. Somebody did. Whatever. But So I was thinking, like, okay, when's the last time I unfollowed somebody? And it's probably been a long time. But I think some of them, the, the, the last one that I probably unfollowed was somebody that I didn't realize I even followed. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is this shit? So I unfollowed it type of thing. Not because they did anything, just because I was like, I don't even remember clicking follow. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if they could necessarily, I mean, other than being like blatantly racist or something. (laughs) And and blatantly, besides the point, being racist <laughs> or, <laughs> right. you know, something like that. Okay, then I probably would, but. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly, everybody has a boundary of like, and it's different for every person probably, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Right. That was way past the fucking line. We're done. Right. And the less you know the person, the less far out that line is. Sure. Yeah. Some schmuck I don't know. I'm, I'm going to assume worse things about him than somebody who's my friend. Besides that, I don't. I don't know what. I'd like to unfollow some of those people that I see post everything with their cigar. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't so you? I, so I got to call. I got to call out 808 Rudy because he gave me shit about a repost that I did. Um. Of that pocket dump diary. And he said, because the guy, I don't know if you guys saw on the Instagram, but he made that little video. Yeah. With the patina and all that, which I thought, I mean, it was like, it's fucking amazing. I mean, yeah, it was really cool. And so he goes, uh, well, wait, wait a minute, man. Like, you guys always rail on the dump in the pockets and putting stuff. First of all, I didn't even realize that that's what that means, um, which I'm an idiot. But <laughs> that video was so tastefully done that I didn't really give a shit. I mean, he, the guy wasn't showing anything off. I mean, it was just, this is what I have. 
that I'm using to smoke this cigar. Yeah, I feel like it's different, right? He was showing off, like, this is my area where I'm smoking and what's going on in that area, mm-hmm. instead of, like, I artfully staged this picture so that you would think that every item in it makes me cool. Right. Thank you for helping me with that, because I felt attacked, Rudy. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding, but that was what I, what I love about it is that, like, dude, he listens to our podcast, and then he threw some shade at me. For uh, and that's what I love. I, I think that's great. That's what this is all about, you know. The whole so time game. Is no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw some shade at Mo. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. I I don't know to answer your, to answer Dom's question. I really don't know. I don't follow anybody really questionable. Um, you know. But I don't have a personal account either. I just have Patino. And then obviously Sultan's, but I don't even know. The, la- the last time I, I think was when I saw some questions today, but that was the first time I logged into that account in God knows how long. So I don't know. I think I probably unfollow more people than you guys do. Uh, okay. I don't follow very many to begin with. Like. Mm-hmm. I guess the way that I think about my Instagram is it's it's a cigar Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't follow my friends who aren't into cigars on my Instagram. That's sure. <laughs> not what I do. Like people who I'm very close to, I I don't follow their Instagram on my cigar Instagram. Um, so if you start posting stuff about like your life, uh, I I'm probably not that interested in it. Um, I mean maybe I am, but like mostly I'm there for the cigars. So. You have to have enough cigar stuff that it's worthwhile. I want to be able to see almost every one of your posts and say, okay, I actually wanted to see that. Because um, I, I see pretty much every post that anybody posts. So if you're somebody who posts like 50% stuff that I don't want to see, I, you're just off the feed. Mm-hmm. It's nothing personal. It's just the way that this one is. The other one, I guess there's actually a couple more, though. <clears throat> We're going to get me going on a roll here. Do it. Uh, one is if you, so sometimes every now and then a company will reach out to me to try to pimp their wares, right? Uh, and it's usually a shitty company, right? It's not usually like, you know, we're, we're doing great, so we need somebody like you to post on Instagram for us. Uh, that doesn't happen. Not much, at least. Uh, But it's usually a shitty company that reaches out and says, hey, will you post some pictures? We'll send you some free product or whatever. Or we'll give you this much money or, you know, whatever it is. And then I see five or six people that post the same thing, right? Where I'm like, oh, you don't actually have those beliefs about the things that you post anymore, right? Like, you're just in this for some some free crap. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not interested in following you because I don't trust you. Um, So those people get dropped off the list. Um, and there's just basically anybody who I don't feel is pretty genuine and I, I just don't care. I'm, I'm past that point in my life where I'm, I'm interested in, in people who are not genuine. Sure. So speaking of Cal, you haven't, you haven't posted in a really long time. Yeah. I just haven't been feeling it, man. Mm-hmm. I need to Any get to particular it. reason or is that no. personal? No, it's just, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on in the world, so maybe we could talk about cigars or something. But I guess 
for me, and I've talked about this before, it's I'm back to a lot of my old standbys. That's pretty much what I'm smoking all the time, mm-hmm. um, which I like. It's great. It's uh, time it to order something it, from Smoke Man Inc. That's true. Smoke like a sultan, 15% <laughs> off. Damn right. Better believe it. <laughs> but it doesn't really generate a whole lot of interesting discussion at that point. Right. It's like, hey, have you smoked a patina? And everybody on my list is like, yep, or no, man, I still haven't done that. I really need to. And you're like, all right, how many times are you going to say that <laughs> before you smoke right. the damn cigar? <laughs> right. They, they keep waiting. That's a bait. They, they're wanting you to send it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Oh, man, I'll send you one. Some people I will. Absolutely. Yeah. If I don't know you, though, yeah, whatever. I ain't taking it. Do you guys get baited like that? Does that happen to you? Uh, every now and then, yeah. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. Legit. The answer's almost always no. I'll tell you where well, to the find best part it. is it's not even no, it's just deflecting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would if no, I could get to the post office right now. Good. What's that? What'd you say, Mo? No. I just said no. Most guys have been pretty good about that. I mean, I don't, I don't really get hit up for stuff. No. That's kind of surprising. I would expect they'd be hitting the brand up and being like, "Hey, do you want, do you want a review? Do you want me to post this?" Oh, it's been a while. That's good. Yeah, it's been a while. <clears throat> so I don't know. Might not be. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been a while. It's just a waste of your time to have to deal with it. Yeah. No, the last time I got hit up for samples was probably uh, two months ago. I think when the Maduro came out, I guess it'd be more than that now, but when the Maduro came out, there was a guy who actually is pretty well-known, um, independent reviewer, and I, I just said, no, nah, man, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> so, go buy them. <laughs> it's like 10 bucks. Go get it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean... Not, not that I'm not that I'm trying to be a dick, but it's just like if you want, you know, you say you don't like the cigar, you don't like it. That's fine. It's your money. But I don't want you to feel pressure if I send it to you to write a bullshit review. I just want the real shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I've always had that stance. So, that's it. Do you find that that's a problematic stance for sales? Yeah, maybe. Whatever. I mean, dude, we've we've talked about this, and this is not to take away from other reviewers, but ultimately, there's one list that really matters at the end of the year. That's about it. If you're talking about sales, you're talking about the cigar aficionado. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the small batch blind review oh. top 10 list. I wish. I wish. But, but look, dude, I, I actually picked up a cigar aficionado the other day, and I'm looking through this thing. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. It's so well done. It's amazing. But it's like, 
I was looking, I was like, oh, there's 30 grand, 100 grand, 150 grand, 150. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that could happen. I'm kind of fascinated, and this is a total tangent on how how lifestyle magazines are so good at selling people on things that they will never have. It's not like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, when you get enough money, you're going to go golfing at that place that they just listed. Right. It's you're never gonna, (laughs) you're just looking at pictures. Okay. So give me, give me an example. Are you talking about like a DuPont registry or something like that? Well, like, so a lot of the stuff in Cigar Aficionado, they might talk about, like, a place where you could take a vacation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most people, it will be unobtainable for that individual. Right. Or or, or at least close to unobtainable. It would be really stupid for them to do it. Right. Um, or they might put up, uh, you know, like a watch that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you could afford it, but you probably shouldn't. Um, right. A lot of the stuff that they they sell as the lifestyle for cigars is a lifestyle for cigars. Absolutely, it's a lifestyle, but it's not the lifestyle that most cigar smokers have. Yeah, sure. And it's not the lifestyle that most individuals could afford, or mm-hmm. would be wise to afford, even if they could. <laughs> like, if I'm honest, right? Right. So I just find that fascinating because you see it all over the place. People are like really interested in looking at things that they'll probably never have. I just find that fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's everywhere though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, I think that's what keeps people going. That's like Instagram in a a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. But isn't that weird? No. One can dream. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. I think that's what keeps people going is one day. You know? We're good at lying to ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the deep thought with Drew this week. You nailed it. Could happen. One day. Yeah, as long as people dream. There will always be a, a place for that stuff. I'm making thirty two thousand a year, but I'll buy that twenty thousand dollar watch someday. You better believe it. <laughs> Just gotta win me the lottery. Right? Mm-hmm. Can happen. Somebody's gotta win. <laughs> I probably have some uh some long lost relatives that I've never met that are gonna die and leave me a fortune. Yeah. I better be ready and know what kind of watch I'm going to buy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, what's what's that saying? Uh, million dollar taste uh, or champagne, uh, fuck, champagne <laughs> taste beer pockets or something like that. Or I don't know. Million dollar taste, ten cent work ethic. That's what I used to say about some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they want to have, have this and they want to have that, but they don't want to put the work in. It's pretty hard unless you get really lucky. Yep. <laughs> well, that leads us beautifully, actually, into a question. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yogi1966, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it mm. be? 
So, you know, let us know what those dreams are. A first home or a second home? Yeah. Uh, either one. So I honestly would probably stay where I'm at, but I'd like to vacation a couple places. <laughs> Well, where? Where would I vacation? Mm -hmm. uh, okay, if you could have a second home, where would it be? Somewhere in Colorado would be nice. I'm not mm -hmm. a beach person, so... I'd probably the get... Uh, the wife would probably trump me on the beach, and we'd have to have, like, uh, I don't know, Florida, California beach. <laughs> beach house. <laughs> It's up to me, it'd be Colorado in the mountains, yes. Not like Denver, but somewhere up in the mountains. It's pretty out there, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is. How far would you be from your nearest neighbor in your dream scenario? <laughs> oh, far. Very far. Miles. <laughs> Miles? All right. What about you guys? I wouldn't actually want to live full time anywhere else. Um, if I ever had it where I could have a second place, it would probably be like Orange County or something like that. Just because my cousin's out there and I love hanging out with them. He's probably my closest relative to me. So. Yeah. Probably be him. Probably be that. I would go somewhere on a, a beach or a lake, not because I like being in the water, but because I would just sit there all day with a cigar and some, <laughs> some bourbon and just look out there over the waves and enjoy my life. So Worst things you could be doing. Yeah, and well, the best part about that is that that's obtainable. Yeah. Right? That's not crazy. It's like your house in Colorado. You could do that. Yeah. Orange County is pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to the other ones. Yeah. That's a lot more cigars. <laughs> yep. Everybody buy some patina. Let's get, let's get mow that house in Orange County. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to pay off those student loans first. Uh, yeah, Speaking you know what we talked about last week. Which I thought was a good discussion. I, I hope people enjoyed it. What did we talk about last week? Oh, fuck yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Money. Motok finances. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What else we got, Kyle? Uh, we got a question from Rudy, who you talked about before. Uh, and this is a little bit long. All right. And I have no idea what the truth is to this. I didn't look it up. Uh, he said Elon Musk has announced he already has live pigs with a chip in their brain to test future technology that would help with, with health issues and could possibly lead to the ability to read each other's thoughts. Would you line up to get chipped? I think as cool as that sounds and the people that are like jumping it would be like, yeah, I'm in. Dude, that would be brutal. That'd be fucking terrible. If you could read... Stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. If you could read people's minds, it'd be fucking terrible. Yep. 
Well, this is true. All think of all that shit that you never say out loud. <laughs> 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 and everybody else does the same thing except you hear it. Yeah, I was with it with like it could help with health issues and maybe oh, yeah, do some yeah. monitoring and all that. I, maybe. I, I think that could be interesting. Um, I think there's you know potential problems there too, but I think it's at least interesting. But oh, yeah. reading people's thoughts, God no, absolutely not. <laughs> it, would, it would be cool for a day. Maybe. And Y'all then, have those days probably where you're like, I don't even want to read my own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> right. Somebody else's. It would be you terrible. Right. Yeah. Get back to the gym, dude. Yeah. Help. Yeah, helps. Um, first of all, and this is going to be a very unpopular opinion. I'm going to get a tattoo. Some fucking hate mail. No. What? Nothing. Go ahead. No, what are you going to say? <laughs> Nothing. You're good. No, what did you say? <laughs> We haven't gotten hate mail in a while. (laughs) No, what did you say? Hate mail would be good. (laughs) No, what did you say? (laughs) You said, I'm going to get, and I said, a tattoo. No, 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 no. I think not only is Elon Musk and Tesla one of the biggest absolute fucking frauds in the history of mankind, I think he talks about so much shit that that he knows nothing about, and it's it, it's almost. I mean, it's almost t- like embarrassing. It's fucking terrible. Is that a rich per like an uber rich person thing though? Yes, that they have so much they, money they like I can just throw my two cents in anywhere because I have money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's absolutely. I can talk out my ass and people will listen. <laughs> yep. Because there's other rich people that do the same thing is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And yeah, you don't get rich of... by taking no risks. Right. But I don't know if, I don't know if we have any uber rich. And when we say uber rich, not like the car service in Lukau. I mean, like shit tons of money. I don't know if we have any of those people, but I've noticed that there is a a correlated uh, existence between income going up and I think I know everything. They kind of seem to uh, rise together. So I agree with that. that. What's that? I agree. Yeah. Not a hundred percent, but a lot. Yep. Yeah. Not all. I mean, the smartest people are going to tell you, man, I know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Why would I even? Yep. Like. But just to give you guys perspective, Tesla sold 800,000 cars last year. Or this year, I think, so far. Ford, or GM, has sold millions. Tesla's market valuation is greater than Visa. Think about that for a minute. Visa is the number one credit card in the entire world. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, people know exactly what Visa's going to do, though. Nobody knows what Tesla's going to do. It could be good. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. Tesla, Elon Musk told the Securities and Exchange Commission to suck them off. Literally, in a tweet. Yeah. Okay. The guy came out and said, our stock price is too high, and what do people do? They keep buying it. The most genius thing. It's absolutely incredible. When the fall comes, which it will, because it's fucking unsustainable, uh, that that company is going to go down. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, their cars are so cool. They're so fast. Electric this, electric that. Their cars are some of the shittiest like mm-hmm. quality ever. Okay, People are buying the name because it's trendy and they think it makes them cool. It does neither. Mm-hmm. You make yourself cool. Not you as an individual. It doesn't matter what you drive or what you wear. That doesn't give you a personality. Okay. Never define yourself by the things you have, because the reality is anybody could have it if they really wanted it. But your actions are what define you, and that's where that's why companies like Tesla they they get all this you know whatever. Because people use it as an identifier of like, oh, I'm cool, I'm hip with that electric vehicle, Tesla, oh, I'm so cool. It's the biggest fucking fraud in the world. And one of them. No, that stock price sure is high, though. Sure. Made a lot of people a lot of money. It absolutely did, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Next. Anyway, that's, that's that. That's my rant for today, Tesla. <laughs> Fuck them. Fucking real. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? What's next? That was Cal? all the topics. That's it. Yeah, we should do like a closing rant every episode. You should. Probably so. Well, here's a question for you. You pretty much do. So Tesla, Tesla, maybe, maybe not your favorite. What about SpaceX? Okay, let me rewind. Like that's legit. Let me rewind. The vision of Tesla is awesome. I was all about Tesla when Tesla first started. I thought I'm like, this is fucking cool, man. This is great. This is awesome, right? And I still. I still love the vision aspect, right? But uh, I don't like the fraud. Some of the, I'm not going to say fraudulent because I don't know for sure, but I don't like some of the stuff that is being used to pump it up. I don't like what it's become. I don't like, I don't like the, The myth has become, or the perception has become so much bigger than the reality. And I don't think that's ever sustainable. You know? And I think I have a problem with, you know, if you report income and the majority of your income comes from government credits, and then you go talk about how bad the government is and capitalism is the way and all of this shit and fuck socialism, but yet your main source of income is the government carbon credits that you get. That's fucking hypocrisy. There's a problem there, mm-hmm. right? There's a serious problem there. No, no. Once I have the money, then I want full capitalism. Right. 
but that's not. I think anybody would say the same thing, right? If you give me a hundred billion dollars and 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 I have the choice, so I would take full capitalism from there. Yeah, absolutely. But actually, that's not how it works, Kyle. Because the reality is, we talked about this. The the regular people like us, we operate by majority of a capitalistic society, right? If we fail, we fail. We got to go find something else to do. But a lot of these guys don't. They get bailed mm-hmm. out by stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just different. I don't know if you guys saw in New York City, the mayor said, oh, well, you know, and there's going to be no indoor dining until there's a vaccine. What? Jeez. What's that going to do to all of the businesses? Yep, they're all closing. You think those guys are going to get bailed out? No. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, we've actually been, been really amazing about not giving any money to small businesses as a state. It's really mm-hmm. ridiculous how, how that has landed. I don't agree with the bailouts, but at the same point, I can see the there. There should be way more stipulations if they're going to, because we talked about this at work actually this, today. But if if they're bailing you out because it's economy deal, if, if if whatever company goes under, it's going to affect the economy. So to keep it from affecting the economy, you need to change what you're doing so that you we don't have to do this again, <laughs> like. Uh, there should there should be stipulations to you taking that money from them, like a, I don't know, uh, not like a loan, but like a like, hey, we're giving you this, but you have to do this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, it, maybe maybe this is dumb. I don't know, but like, let's say GM as an example, they got bailed out, right? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. say we bailed them out to a tune of a third of their of their value. I have no idea if that's true. I'm making it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now America owns a well, third of your company. Got... Congratulations. Yeah. Right? Like, and you have yeah. to buy it back from America, from yeah. the taxpayers, right. if you want it back. Otherwise, that profit go, goes right back to America. Like, sorry, we, we own, own your company now. But I think even... Because like, we paid for it. I think even, like, uh, and that's fine. I think even, like, restructuring of, there's an issue. Like, <laughs> you you made millions and millions of dollars in the past, and you didn't invest them in your company wisely. Four times right. like this. <laughs> yeah. And, and I get it. Small businesses a lot of times can't do that or they just start it up or whatever. But these big, no. huge corporations have been doing this forever. Nope. You got to be smarter business-wise or don't yep. don't bail them the, out. I mean... The, the cliche thought is, well... If you don't bail them out, then all of these people are going to lose their jobs and then your unemployment's going to get out of control and all of that. But there's something to be said for competition, right? Like, whatever I want to say about Tesla, I'm going to say this too to give it a compliment. Tesla is pushing the big boys to really step their games up in the electric, in the electric vehicle space, right? Mm-hmm. There's something good, great to be said about real competition. And bailing out, I mean, dude, I don't know. It's the opposite of competition, clearly. Right. Right. 
But you mean to tell me that you have a problem sending $1,200 to fucking families? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't understand that logic. And no matter where you land on the on the political and economic spectrum, I think it's reasonable for most people to at least agree that that this is a different scenario that we're in right now than we have usually right. been in. And mm-hmm. businesses that would have succeeded are failing mm-hmm. out of nothing they could have done about it. Absolutely. Because they're not even allowed to be open. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's really hard not to have some empathy there. Yeah. But you know what, Cal? A lot of people won't. Because as long as it doesn't affect them, what do they care? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's also taking out a bunch that are, frankly, not very good businesses. It's just speeding up the inevitable for some. Sure. But it's a mix. We're living in a weird time. They're going to, I mean, think about this. They're going to write books about this time, this time period that we are living right now. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be somebody's college major in like 50 years. It'll be written, right. It'll be written on toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the best part too is that nobody will read those books in a hundred years when we have the next major pandemic <laughs> and we'll have learned literally nothing like the last oh, time this yeah. happened. Exactly. This has happened before. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Way back in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. If only there had been a similar pandemic in the early 1900s that was (laughs) somewhat equivocal. Yeah. We could have learned from. Oh, wait. Hmm. (laughs) That's right. I just hope that we get some sort of, whether it's a vaccine or a treatment or a series of treatments that allows us to get back to normal. Because for all the small business owners, all of the people whose jobs depend on them being able to do certain things or even, um, you know, I mean, do think about it. Cal, you work in an office building, right? I mean, I I did last year. <laughs> okay, you have you have janitorial companies that come and they clean your office, right? Yep. You have I'm assuming you have some sort of security team that whatever. Think Probably. about that, man. Like all of these people that weren't making a ton of money to begin with, their jobs are now gone. If you don't have empathy for that, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, yeah, but, my you mind. know, daycare workers and yep, all the people that make society function that don't get paid a lot, right? I guess I shouldn't say yeah. all. A lot of people that make society function that don't get paid a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where would we all be if if everybody from Walmart said fuck it, not going into work? Target. We're all the people at Target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd stop what? having to. I wouldn't go to the Target anymore because it would be the people of Walmart at Target. Uh, That's the reason would. you go to Target is yeah. to not see the Walmart people. <laughs> right. But all the grocery store employees, the fuck it now. Where would you be? 
Well, and those are the people sucks. that get that, that that those are the people that get hurt the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Drew, do you guys have security at your place or do you guys you guys or no. not even security, but you guys have like cleaning services that you use or anything like that? Um yeah, we used to. Okay. Drew is the security force. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we police ourselves. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we used to have a cleaning service, um, but th- what did uh, first of the year before COVID actually the she retired, and we were in limbo of finding a different service, and uh, haven't actually since COVID. So exactly. Maybe once this is clear. I hope so. Anyway, my, my, my heart in, in whatever it goes out to all the people that are going through some shit. And I, and I hope at least if you, if you listen to our podcast and you're going through something, you find a little bit of solace in the hour that we see you spend with us. If you're still listening, you find something in us. Even if it's the joy that you take in thinking how stupid we are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Which, good with it. I'm fine I'm good with, with that. that. Yeah. No matter. Keep on keeping on. And we'll keep yeah. bringing the bullshit. <laughs> yes. That's right. Every week. Well, next week, guys. Well, wait, the pandemic isn't the Sultan's curse, is it? Ooh. We didn't say something that triggered this. I hope not. I'll have to go back and listen. I don't know. It's a really good point, Kyle. I never thought of that. Damn, I hope it's not our fault. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you guys have a good week. You too. You too, buddy. See ya. All right, guys. Cheers, y'all. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>